the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. If you folks have any idea what goes on behind the scenes during the breaks, you would just die. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by IMM Imports. They're in the northeast portion of Tempe. They're just south of the 202, just west of the 101. They've been around since 1972. David owns IMM Auto Service, and he works on all kinds of cars but he specializes in the cars that make the rest of us run and hide. Volvo, Saab, Fiat, Alfa Romeo. David is an expert. Him and his staff are experts. They have the parts. They have the knowledge to fix your car. So if you have a Toyota and a Saab in your in your garage and you live close to David, then you should use him because now you don't have to go to two places. You don't have to take your Toyota to this place and your Saab to this place. So David does really good work, but again, he specializes in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. They're close to ASU, IMM Auto Service. Greg, you you saved me from certain... Thank you for calling, Greg. Extinction. (laughs) Um, I'm, I'm listening, Greg. What's up? Uh, I'm bringing my uh, 210 Ford Fusion into the local Ford dealer here in Peoria for a uh, recall, a uh, fuel tank canister. It, it's a recall. And um, when I go in there, last time I brought it in, they called me up and it needed all these different things. They put these things on the wheels that needed wheel alignment. And this. How do I avoid that when I just ask this? Service uh, writer, service manager. All I want is just the recall done. Um, I, I I've got an answer for you. I don't I got need an answer the, for you. I just changed the cabin filter and the air filter. Okay, this is this is this is bad in our industry, um, and I'll tell you why. They're making cars so much better now than they ever were before. You see, when you bought a brand new car. You don't even have any service due until 60, 70, 80,000 miles. Oil changes and rotates your tires. There's no fluids. There's no spark plugs. There's no belts. There's no hoses. There is nothing. So what's everybody going to do? Starve? Or or when Greg comes in, we're going to... We're going to... Uh, we're going to... Yeah. Well, you're using a nice word. but uh, Upsell. Yeah. Now, here's what you do. Um, so you call, and, and they call you, and they say, hey, your car's ready. And so you did they at that time tell you that you need a lot of stuff? Oh, no, this happened in the past. I'm bringing it in next week, and I just wanted no. to avoid that situation. No, in the past, did they tell you when they called you and told you your car's ready, did they try to sell you on the phone or when you got there? No, they tried to sell me on the phone. Okay, and here's what you say. You say, you know what, I just don't really have time for this. This is what I would really like you to do. I would like you to write down exactly what you see and what I need and the price. Three things, what you see, 
what I need, and the price. Then I'm going to ask you for one thing, if you wouldn't mind at all. It's just grab my owner's manual and point to the page it says, I need that. Mm-hmm. Now And then sign your name to that ticket. So you go ahead and print my ticket, because you can print it, because there's no charge on it, because I'm in for a recall. And then just sign your name across there and put your phone number. And then when I decide to have this done, I'll know who to call back. And I guarantee you they won't do that. Not No independent shop that's waiting to upsell you, no dealership, no chain store, none of them will do it. Because they know you're going to take it somewhere else, and somebody else is going to say this list isn't valid. So it's everything on your car is symptom-driven, Greg. It's driven by two things, a stopping point in your owner's manual or you've got a symptom. In your alignment, if it pulls left or pulls right or if the tires are wearing abnormally, yes, you need an alignment. If it doesn't pull left or pull right and your tires are wearing nice and flat, you don't need an alignment. That's all there is to it. Okay, because the last time I brought it in, uh, when I was waiting to get picked up, I saw they had these protrusions off the... uh, all the four tires. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was. They put something well, they're on hanging the wheels. Heads. Yeah, they're, they, that's called hanging heads. Okay. And so we're going to put a head on each wheel, and mm-hmm. then the machines, it talks to this big computer, and it goes, oh, now let me explain something. Now put your hands, put the palm of your hands six inches apart, or at least envision that, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, you with me? So yep. on the left side, six inches, and on the right side, six inches. That's the, that's the spread of where you can be, okay? So mm-hmm. if the red arrow is a sixteenth of an inch outside that five inches, then the, red arrow tur- the green arrow turns red, and the, and the kid goes, oh, my God, he needs an alignment. But in reality, we're talking about half of a human hair. Okay. So but because, the, because the arrow's red... That means you're bad. Now, never mind that the, the the direction of the red arrow says nothing. So if your camber's supposed to be 1.2, and, and that's that's where it's supposed to be, and let's say this, 1.5 to 1.0, and it happens to be 1.6, so what? Yeah, exactly. But the, but the arrow's red. The arrow's red. And that's the reason why this marketing strategy is, and now they have, I'll tell you what a lot of guys have now, as you drive your car over these rollers, the computer will tell you your car's out of alignment. Here's the problem. The computer doesn't know what kind of car is going over the wheels, over the rollers. So you know, it's whoever sets it up sets up the window. Now, it's true I could do the window, but the window would be so wide to encompass all the cars on the road, the information is completely ridiculous and not valid. So now that you've really wadded my panties up today, are you done? <laughs> Yes, I appreciate it and listen. try to listen to you every Saturday. Thank you very much, Greg. Okay, Thank you bye. very much. All righty. Okay, so my point is this on the refrigerant, okay? okay? We have been using R12 and R134 for A 50 years. Okay. Oh, well, R12 for 50 years. They just came out with this new YF refrigerant, okay? Yes. We're selling... Those old refrigerants, two of them, we're selling those to the customer $3, $4 per ounce. Okay. Okay? Now, I asked you and Jim, and I gave you the wrong information. There you go. So Jim, I apologize. Jim, messed us up. I messed you up. I, now, we used, they, we used to buy the old refrigerant in 20-pound containers. Right. Now, this new stuff only comes in 10-pound containers. That's right. Okay, we're going to do the math all over again. Okay, mm-hmm. we already know that they're 16 ounces per pound times 10 is 160 ounces. Mm-hmm. The cost, my cost on that refrigerant is $700. So 700 
dot zero zero. Well, we got to turn it on first. I think here. See, there you go. Seven hundred dot zero zero divided by one sixty. Jim's equals, already got the answer for it. <laughs> does he really? <laughs> he beat me. It's four thirty eight. Yeah. Four dollars and thirty eight cents. It costs us. Where today on the old refrigerant, we're selling it for one, two, or three, or four dollars, three dollars. This costs us what the retail is. Now that five dollars an ounce is going to double in a lot of environments. So people are going to go from two two dollars an ounce to ten dollars an ounce. However, the new stuff's good for the environment, so that's why it costs so much. And they say that it cools every bit as good as the twelve and one thirty four did. That's a good idea. And but the price is going to come down as soon as this machine that that does this at work, and as more cars, cars get the, the yeah, YF that's refrigerator. Yeah, all of them have been. They've all started going down, except well, the R12 is getting, you know, extinct now. Yeah, so it we is. don't have a lot. Now the the new cars right now are in the dealers under warranty, mm-hmm. so the dealers have the equipment, but so do we. Right. We just bought a machine the other mm-hmm. day, so we can suck out their new refrigerant, clean it, put it back in, and then add an ounce or two, whatever they need. But right now, the independent market's us. We've seen one car in the last year, mm-hmm. which prompted us to look at this and buy some refrigerant and buy the piece of equipment. Do you remember what the p- piece of equipment costs? Uh, yeah. How much was it? <laughs> I don't know, $8,000. It was 8000 bucks. Yep. And so that piece of equipment allows us now to be proficient in removing, measuring, cleaning, and reinstalling that new refrigerant for customers. It's better than what we used to do. We used to just let it in the old days we let it into the atmosphere right. but in the middle days we we sucked it out but we had no way of knowing what we sucked out yeah so if your car held 18 ounces we just take it out and we put 18 ounces back in and we charge you for 18 yeah. today with the electronic dipsticks i like to call them electronic dick stick you have 15 ounces and is that what i said the first time 15 <laughs> 16 okay 16 ounces i take out 10 I, you know, I'm going to give you back your 10, but then just charge you for six. Yeah. Now, there's a labor charge associated with all that, but at least you're not buying all the refrigerant again. Yeah. And the guys had to take a test and pass it in order to use this machine and right. do all that. So right. This eliminates the garages and the guys in their garages pulling this off. That's yeah. not something that, that, that they're going to be able to pull on. All right. So, Greg, at the Fusion, I need to write upselling. Mm-hmm. And that's... Um, that is a problem just because cars are made so well and 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 frankly there's so there's so little maintenance on a new car today between now and 60 75,000 miles that you have to live off oil changes and tire rotations yeah and like you said you know tell us where it said that in your owner's manual but what what they're using is well we're in a harsh environment so you need to do it sooner than what your owner's manual tells you so and what do i say confidentially about that can go, We're we, not <laughs> no, confidentially. Yeah. I can't say it on yeah. the air. The fact of the matter is, is everybody wants to believe that the car in Arizona is different than anywhere else in the United States. That's not true. These cars are designed for Interstate 10 from Bakersfield, California to Florida, which is the hottest area of the entire United States. It's also set for the minus 40, 50, 60 degree Minnesota, North Dakota, Idaho, Montana temperatures. Mm -hmm. So this hype, this idea that Arizona is an island in the United States and we must, instead of a 30,000 mile call for a cooling system flush, we need to do it at 15. That is unadulterated bull manure. 
That's unadulterated bull manure. That car, it can be sold in Arizona, and it can be sold in, in Minnesota, and it doesn't make any difference. The, the, the intervals, the, the, what's the word I'm looking for here? The service intervals mm-hmm. are the same. Okay. So that's just a, if I had my way, I would arm customers with hockey sticks. And when that came out of the, the service rider's mouth, they'd just slap him upside the head with a hockey stick. Oh, my goodness. You would be causing a lot of trouble. You know, it's just it's, it's disheartening it's because, because our industry, for the large part of, of, of us, we're, we're in, we're, we're, we care about Good our customers. Guys, yes. Yeah, we care about our customers. And there's, a, there's many of us. Not, we're not the only ones. There is many in this city and all over the United States that have determined that if you just do what needs to be done, they'll be the path to your door. Mm-hmm. If you just become credible and you really can fix their symptoms and you really do a good job and you really have a fair price, then they don't have to upsell nothing. We're sh- we're, how many shops are like us? Right now, we're swamped with work. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of guys out there that are swamped, and we don't upsell. Right. Um, and, and if we do say you need it, we tell them why, and we give them a price, but there's no high-pressure sales at all. Is, yep. this is, and they come back. They, they come do. back. And, and they come back to a lot of the shops that are on our list, you or bet. if not all of them. Yeah. All righty. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. There's been an argument at the Salem House. We're up here at the ranch. This morning it was 42 degrees. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Salem goes out in the morning with her cup of coffee. And, um, um, and you know, at 17, we got to take a break. <laughs> we'll see you. I'll, I'll finish the story after the break. We'll be right back. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear. A new era has started in America, and with it, a new attitude, outlook, and feeling of purpose. It's going to be only America first. Can President Trump deliver on his promises from the campaign? And will the Democrats come around and get on board or just be a roadblock? One thing's for sure, it will be interesting. And you can follow it all right here. Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive. And his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. I don't get why so many people still have old-school home security systems. Meet Ryan, a police officer, not an actor. Expensive contracts, false alarms, easy to disable. I wouldn't own one. Like so many officers, Ryan chose Blink Home Security. Blink got home security right. They're discreet, super affordable video cams you install yourself in minutes. They're wireless and run on two batteries that last two years. Blink is motion activated so when it detects something in or around my home, it sends a video alert to my smartphone. If it's a threat, I call 911. And Blink's live feed option is total peace of mind. It lets me check in on my smartphone from anywhere. 
so I know when my kids get home, doors are locked, everything's code for. Cameras start at just $99. Order now and get 10% off at BlinkProtect.com slash radio. BlinkProtect.com slash radio. BlinkProtect.com slash radio. Officer endorsement compensated. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier hound chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face flick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number five. Listening to 960 on the Patriot app, but want to see the latest from the Patriot on Twitter and Facebook? Click the upper left-hand corner and access both without leaving the app. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. A station exposing the lack of transparency in the media today. To hold the truth accountable. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Welcome back, everybody. Mark Salem and Renee Salem sitting here at your service. The phone lines are wide open, 602-508-0960, 508-0960, if you have a car question. I didn't get that. You didn't get that? 508-0960. If you have a car question or you have a dilemma, you're welcome to call us. Let me tell you about where we're at. We're up north. Well, wait a minute. First, you need to do a... I'll talk. All right. Larry Harker's Auto Repair is at 38th Avenue and Indian School. Bob and Ellen run Larry Harker's Auto Repair. Ellen runs the front, Bob runs the back. He's one of the best diagnosticians I've ever met in my life. He has tenacity that is matched by few other technicians. He has the ability to see and understand cars and electrical systems and analyze them without going in very, you know, he doesn't go down too many dead-end streets. He's really, really good. 38th Avenue Indian School, if you've got a car and, and your conversation starts with with somebody in, at, in the lunchroom, you say, I've had my car to everywhere in town and nobody can fix, da-da-da, then you need to go to Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School. So we're up here at the ranch, mm-hmm. and uh, in the morning, it, this morning it was like 42, 43 degrees. And so we get up about 5, or at least you were up about 5, and you were out on the back patio overlooking the pasture and the meadow. Mm -hmm. Now, folks, it's important to understand that in September, the elk are rutting. And rutting means is they're making babies. Okay? So in September, there's bulls and cows out there in the pasture. And all night long, they make noise. Yeah, they're talking to one another, (laughs) but they're making noise. (laughs) So... Renee likes to go out in the morning just before dawn and take her coffee, and and the bulls and the cows are kind of moving into the hills at that point. And we see we saw a seven pointer the other day with seven points yeah. on one side, so it's it's really kind of neat. Now in June, the babies come. So the middle of June all the way through July, the babies come, and we can have 
I don't know, as many as 90 mothers. That's not very often, but right. certainly between 25 and 75 mothers, mm-hmm. along with that many babies. Yes. And sometimes we have to take a picture of the meadow in order to count all the animals that are out there. So anyway, this morning, Renee was complaining because she went out on the patio, she was drinking her coffee, and she she, she smelled cigarette smoke. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. You are so crazy. And so I guess that they so were done. Did, did somebody give you a cigarette that I don't know about? No, it wasn't okay. me. You you said you smelled it off the pasture. No, I didn't. So the elk, You're making the, the, stuff the, up. The, the bulls were smoking a cigarette. They all went into the forest, and that was it. Oh. You know, you changed your story on me. No, yes, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, yes, you, you did. You just made more up. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. All what right. else you got this week? Um, You know... uh. I, I can go through um, some of my oh my emails and uh, oxygen sensors. I'll do oxygen sensors. Oxygen sensors, this is another article, have a limited life. I agree. They are sluggish. I agree. But you have to wait till they're symptoms. And an oxygen sensor symptoms is typically an obvious loss in fuel economy. So... A failed O2 sensor cannot produce a signal to the computer, and because the computer doesn't get a signal, it's going to turn on a light. However, I continue to say, and it's been proved beyond a reasonable doubt, that only 25% of the time when we have an oxygen sensor code do we actually replace the oxygen sensor. When you replace the oxygen sensor under those circumstances, you're killing the messenger. The oxygen sensor is screaming to the computer, give me more gas. And the computer says, I have the faucet wide open. And the, and the oxygen sensor says, I don't care. I don't have enough fuel. Here's the problem. The fuel filter's plugged up. So even though the faucet's open all the way, the filter's plugged up. So the supply, the volume, and the pressure is substandard. So you don't replace the oxygen sensor, which is going to kill the messenger. You go in and figure out the fuel pressure and volume is substandard. So 25% of the time, the oxygen sensor code necessitates an oxygen sensor. Here's the problem. The problem is, is you go to the auto parts store and the three-whisker kid comes out and tells you you need an oxygen sensor. And then he's going to tell you you need three of them. Because if one failed, the other two are not far behind it. So they're going to, And some cars have six oxygen sensors. So they're going to sell you all the different oxygen sensors. You're going to go home and put them on, and that check engine light's going to come back on. So then you bring it to me. And I do. I fix the problem. And in the process, when I fixed the problem, I saw you had a dirty air filter, and I put an air filter in, and I charged $8.95. You come unglued because I sold you something that you didn't ask for, and I sold you something that you swear you didn't need. I sold you an air filter for 8 bucks. They just sold you $300 worth of oxygen sensors, and you're not mad at them? You don't go back to them and say, wait a minute. You said that it's an oxygen sensor code, and you said that an oxygen sensor would fix it, and you said you have three. You ought to buy all three because if one fails, the other two aren't far behind. And I'm telling you what, I can't tell you how many times people say I went to AutoZone and they told me. O'Reilly's. Or whatever, yes. And I need an oxygen sensor. I mean, I think that's like the number one thing that people tell them. Um, uh, A vacuum leak will cause an oxygen sensor code. A plug fuel filter will cause an oxygen sensor code. A um, 
uh, catalytic converter problem will cause an oxygen sensor control. An engine miss will cause an oxygen sensor code. I, I could go on and on and on. The fact of the matter is, is that's what hurts our industry right mm-hmm. there. And all they're interested in is selling parts. But I wish they would hold me to the same standard that they hold them. Or, no, yeah. the other way around. Yeah, so same standard. Because we went and did a heater core not too long ago, and we took the, the cabin filter out. Mm-hmm. Well, it was filthy. So... A Scott put it in the box, right. a new box, and we put a new one in. Mm-hmm. And the customer was upset. And, and yeah, we were over our estimate by a couple of bucks. So the service rider took the customer out to the car and took the, the old uh, cabin filter off and said, we were there. It's no charge. We mm-hmm. just replaced it. Let me go get a new one. When got a new one, showed the customer a new one. If you want us to, we'll put yours back in. Mm-hmm. And the customer said, no, that's okay. So, yes, th- there are times that you, that you do while you're there. Sure. But but that's why we always give them their old parts back is because if you're not happy, we'll put your old parts back in. Yeah. Well, that lady didn't want that stinky thing back in her car. No, it was a mess. I yeah. think I remember the one you were talking you're about. You're thinking of the Jeep. That's not the one I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. okay. So, anyway, it's it's just oxygen sensors. Um if a high mileage oxygen sensor has failed, many professional technicians recommend replacing all the O2 sensors at the same time to reduce the chance of comebacks or problems down the road. Let me ask you a question. That sentence tells you whose butt is being saved by them upselling you to all the oxygen sensors. Mm-hmm. It's the shop and the technician. Yep. Let me read it again. If high mileage, if a high mileage O2 sensor has failed, many professional technicians recommending all of the O2 sensors, oxygen sensors, at the same time, not for any other reason other than to reduce the chance of comebacks or problems down the road. Yep. So if you do one oxygen sensor and they leave and the light comes on, it only means one thing. You misdiagnosed it. Yeah. Or you, or something's wrong with your diagnosis because that if light should If they replace them all. It, well, if they replaced one. Okay. If the light comes back on, yeah. it's either you misdiagnosed it or your oxygen sensor is bad or your diagnostics were bad. Yeah. So it's it's just one of those things. I know. 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, you can. 602-508-0960. Getting kind of lonesome here. Air Park Auto Service is in uh, Scottsdale. They've been open since 1985. Nadine is the owner. They have a state-of-the-art clean green facility. They have the latest diagnostic tools. They're on Hayden Road, just south of Frank Lloyd Wright, and then you go east on Raintree. So they're about three or four blocks south of Frank Lloyd Wright, east of Hayden. They've been around a long time. I've known Nadine and her husband who, who died for a very long time, and I can assure you that it's an honest, good auto repair shop that knows how to diagnose and repair your car. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com.
Are you looking for a way to create the life you really deserve? Hi, I'm Dean Kane, actor, director, and real estate investor, and I have to tell you about this amazing opportunity you just can't afford to miss. The National Real Estate Network is offering a free DVD called My Network is My Net Worth, where you can see for yourself the house flipping system that has taken the nation by storm. Who would have thought creating a network of thousands of investors working together to find, fund, buy, or sell properties for profit was so simple? So if you're ready to start making money flipping houses, call now to get your free DVD. Call 1-800-435-9711 now and get your free DVD and learn how to get started making thousands of dollars flipping houses. Call 800-435-9711 immediately and you'll also get two free tickets to a live training event where you'll receive a free meal and a gift package worth hundreds of dollars just for attending. Call 800-435-9711. That's 800-435-9711 and get your free DVD today. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We team. deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The Training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. It was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. I enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. This is the sound of salmonella gyrating on your undercooked chicken. And it looks like mom might be taking it out a little early. Don't let salmonella get funky with your chicken. On average, one in six Americans will get a foodborne illness this year. So use a thermometer to cook each type of meat to the right temperature. Keep your family safe at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number six. Find the latest articles from Town Hall, Hot Air, or even the most recent posts from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, and more, all on the Patriot app news feed. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Renee's gone, so I can finally start talking about cars, and I'm really glad to do that with you because Kurtz Auto Repair is one of my shops up on Bell and I-17 Northeast Corner. Kurtz is a great guy. He has Eric and Jeff, both master technicians. One of them writes service, and the other runs the shop. These young guys are really good at their skills. They're really good at their crafts. They are great communicators and diagnosticians, so they're not going to be guessing on your car. So if you live anywhere near I-17 and Bell and you don't have a repair shop, may I respectfully suggest that you call Kurtz, get an oil change, and just see how you how you fit. Uh, Steve, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. How are you? Great show. Good. Thank you. Hey, I've got a 81 Wagoneer. It's part of a hobby vehicle. And uh, I'm, I'm up in North uh, North Phoenix, 40th and uh, 40th Shea, and looking for a shop up this way. 
wondering who you might recommend. You know, I just don't. I just don't have anybody in that area right now. Um, I used to refer to Kelly Clark at 40th and Bell, and um, his shop, he, he retired, and he sold his shop to someone I'm not prepared to, to hang my, my hat on. Um, Shea Boulevard, where do you work? Can, I, can we work that out? Do you work in uh, I'm not. I'm up, in, uh, up near the auto park, or the okay. air park, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, well, how about air park auto? How about the uh, okay. at Green Tree and Hayden Just Eat? Um, they, your 81 Wagoneer, I would suggest this. Even in my shop, I'm telling you, just pick one thing out at a time. That's it. I want you to dress this. And then when they call you with a diagnosis, you say to my shop and everybody else's, are you sure? Because I'm not going to pay for guessing. I'm paying for fixing. And they say, yes, we're sure. Gotcha. And then after they're done, did you see anything else? Yes, we did or no. And then you say, well, would you do this? It's one thing at a time because your Wagoneer is not anything like, you know, a new computerized car today. But I can assure you, Air Park's got a couple of gray-haired guys that knows your Wagoneer inside out. Just what I'm looking for. Actually, I, I use uh, Kelly Clark for, for everything else I've got, and I've been really happy with them, but I, I saw they got sold to uh, – triple a or somebody and and i don't know if you rec- i guess you don't recommend them anymore well, I know. Guys in there. well it's it's kelly kelly's gone and his the, the the root of his crew is gone and he has another shop over at 12th and glendale if you want to drive over there 12th and glendale there's another shop over there but kelly retired he's i mean kelly and i are really good friends but triple a has gone from towing to auto repair and um I've interviewed a lot of technicians that have worked there. There is a pricing structure, a pay structure that's quite different than the rest of our industry. And okay. um, I, I'm not prepared to, 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 to recommend somebody who doesn't have five years' experience, doesn't, isn't under the same management in that five years, and hasn't got a lot of good reviews on the Internet. So that prevents me from the guys that are under five years. That's, that's my standard answer. Five years, and I can't I can address your request. Okay? Yeah, okay. You know, I, I found him through, through you folks, and, and that's, uh, you know, understand. Okay. Well, thank you very much for calling, Steve. Thank you very much. Bruce, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call. I got a oil question. <laughs> I've got okay. a uh, 2011 uh, 2500 HG uh, Duramax okay. motor in it. Uh, I've never had... This is my first diesel. I bought this back in uh, 2014. And okay. uh, a year ago, I had the uh, oil change at the dealership. And, uh, you know, tracking the percentage... And it was down to about 37%, and I had about 6,000 miles on the truck, the oil change at that point. And I guess the uh, oil sensor tracker times out at when you hit one year. Uh, no. It no longer tracks the percentage of the oil, so I got a, a message from, uh, you know, OnStar, basically, you need to get your oil changed. And the dealer said, yeah, you got to come in and get the oil changed. So my question is, I got 6,000 miles. I got a year on the on the oil change, and it's a quart down now. Um, so my question is, conventional oil is in there. So uh, does the time okay, actually? Okay. Uh, hold on, hold on. We're up against some time here. We're up against some time here. First of all, there's two kinds of oils for your car, for your diesel. There's a 1540 
which is either going to be a conventional or semi-synthetic. And that's going to run you five to 8,000 miles. Then a 540 is a full synthetic, and that will certainly go your year. So it depends on if it's a 1540, five to 8,000 mile change, or if it's a 540, which is annually or a 12,000 mile change. I use the 540 in all my diesels and I go year to year. Your, your, your oil light is working off an algorithm. So it looks at how long you idle, how long you're traveling at highway speeds, how many cold starts, how many hot starts, how many times you floorboarded it, floorboarded it, how hot the oil got, how cold the oil is, the average oil temperature. It's looking at all of that. That's the reason why every time it pulls up and says bingo, it's a different miles. However, in my Dodge truck, and I've had Duramaxes too, I love Duramaxes, I'm always a 500 miles one way or the other from where the sticker is. I have figured out my algorithm. And so I just put a sticker up there. And if I'm 500 miles one way or another, I don't care. So as far as I'm concerned now, as far as OnStar is concerned, you need to know something. They track you. They know where you're at. They're going to sell you everything in the world. That's what it is. It's a marketing tool. Obviously, if your egg bags deploy, they're going to call for help. But there's a lot of those kinds of things going on out there. And what you're going to hear from OnStar in the very near future is, is, Hey, Bruce, I see that you're due for an oil change, and I just happened to check, and just right around the corner from you is a General Motors dealer, and I called, and they can take you in right now. So if you've got an extra 20 minutes, Bruce, you just make a right turn at the next light, go left, go down two blocks and turn left, and I've already got, and you'll see Josine, Josephine, and she's your service rider, and they'll do it while you wait. That's what you're going to hear. That's what people are already hearing. So... It kind of it creates the perception that that's something you have to do now, but but it isn't. So you're welcome to do it wherever you want, and use a name brand oil. But once again, 540 is good for eight to twelve thousand miles, and 1540 is good from five to eight thousand miles. So the kind of oil you use or the weight of the oil you use dictates your interval. That's cut and dried, and I'm an oil expert. You're going to have to take my word for that, but I've testified in court about oil, and I've built a quart of oil myself, and I understand the properties, and I understand why this one goes longer than this one, but that's what we sell. We only sell two diesel oils. We sell 540 and 1540, and we ask our customers, do you want to go annually or you want to go every eight or nine months? That's what it boils down to. All righty, when we come back, we have open line 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Town Hall Media and 960 The Patriot present the Phoenix Freedom Summit, the battle for American greatness. Larry Elder here. What's all this business about racism, 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 Donald Trump's a racist? Did we or did we not just elect and re-elect the first black president? We're going to talk about this and the contrast between how our country would have been after seven months of Hillary versus seven months of somebody who put on Neil Gorsuch, who's doing something about the borders, who's at least not going to raise taxes, who's at least not going to continue the march towards single payer. So I'll see you September 30th, 645 p.m. at the Mesa Arts Center. See you there. Larry Elder, Dinesh D'Souza, Mike Gallagher, Seth and Chris, J.D. Hayworth, and a panel of town hall media experts. The Phoenix Freedom Summit, the battle for American greatness. Get limited VIP meet and greet, preferred and general seating tickets right now at 960thepatriot.com. That's 960thepatriot.com. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? 
Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma, and half don't even know it. Eleven million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. 960 The Patriot, with the most important voice, yours. Have your voice heard. Use the hashtag I'm with the Patriot on Twitter or Facebook now. Well, welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, or 10, 11 o'clock, I should say. And uh, thank you for participating in the show. We're going to go to Rob first. Rob, you're first. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Good, thanks. Hey, two uh, quick and easy questions. I used to do um, all my business with Whitey's in Scottsdale, which I was extremely happy with, uh, but I don't work in that area anymore. I'm up at uh, 35th Avenue and let's call it Pinnacle Peak. I wondered uh, if you had a suggestion for me. Um, You could come south down the I-17 and there is a really good shop at Deer Valley and I-17 on the northwest corner. And uh, that's uh, Tom at um, Action Auto Repair. And then there's Kurtz a little further south at I-17 and Bell. And I'm quite sure both of them will take you to work. Tom or Kurt, you said? Yeah. Tom, now, Tom is called Action Auto. Oh, Action, Action Auto. Action Auto. Yeah, and okay. he owns the place, Tom. And then Kurtz is owned by Kurtz. And uh, and either one of those guys have been on my list for a very long time. And um, I'm quite sure you'll be happy with them. Now, I have the second question. I've had a, uh indicator light for one of my... Um, uh, tire pressure indicators, and I understand yes. that that might just be a magnet or something. Is that something I can just go to a you know a discount tire, or you know should I take it to Action Auto? 
No. Now what you do first is is you check all the air pressure in all your tires. And if you find one low, then you bring it up to this to, to where you found the rest of them, and the light should go out within a couple days. So the tire pressure monitoring system is typically an inflation alert. Now what yeah, happens I've... a lot of times is 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 this. The, you have red, white, and blue, and black um, sensors, and the computer sees that the red and white one are on the fronts and the blue and black one are on the back, but somebody rotates your tires, and it doesn't tell the computer that they rotated your tires. So the computer sees the red one, it thinks is on the driver's front, is low, but really it's on the back driver's. So that's why you have to check all four of them, because the computer can be off, because it thinks the red one is still on the driver's front, and it's not, it's on the driver's rear. So okay. it is true that when the sensors go bad, you have to break the tire down and replace the transmitter inside. Then you have to reprogram the computer that says that the black sensor is gone, and I'm going to put a yellow sensor in there. And I use the colors just for the form of ease of conversation. And so that's what needs to be done. It, and what you're talking about is really easy for us to walk around, and, and we have a certain piece of equipment, and we talk to the tire and say, which sensor do you have? And then we tell the computer. And, but most of the time, there's about a five-pound range up and down. So most of the time, you're outside of that range. All I want you to do on your cold tires is put the low tire where the rest of them are at, and you should be fine. Okay? Okay. Thanks, Mark. All right. Thank you very much, Rob. Uh, Bill, you're up next. Hi there, Mark. Uh, appreciate your show. Uh, on my 2005 F-150, I'm going to change out the shocks and the uh, strut assemblies. The weather's broken. I think I'll just fire up the air compressor, get out the impact, and put them on myself. I wasn't real excited with uh, some of the uh, labor quotes I got on it. So I guess my run-on question really is... Um, as far as buying those strut assemblies, you know, wh- what do you do? do you, uh, who, who do you buy your strut assemblies from? You know, go, go back to Ford. I mean, they last 170,000 miles or all okay. in, in all of the aftermarket things. Well, um, first of all, Ford doesn't make their shock absorbers. Um, the, the brakes on your, your truck are made by Bendix. The alternator is made by Hitachi. Sure. Okay. Um, Denso makes the, your your mass airflow sensor, um, so it's it's a misnomer that you have to go back to Ford. You're buying somebody else's product in the box, and you're paying a premium for the part. So I would just you know I would call three or four shops and say to them, if you were going to be putting a name brand on my truck, what would that name brand be? And just call three or four shops, and I think you're going to find that most all of us use, you know, two or three different brands. We all have our favorites. But it's really going to be a matter, uh, I think once you find out which brand, it's going to be a matter of price. So if you got three shops that tell you that the Cadillac brand is the one they use and you find out that you can buy the Chevrolet or Ford brand for half the money, then why not buy that for half the money? Um, well, that's, actually, that's exactly where I'm going to go on it because I've got more time than I do money on it. Uh, and I'm like anybody, I shop the Internet and the prices yeah. are simply all over the place. I, I know well to throw out the very cheapest one and throw out the very highest one, and there is. There's a cluster in the middle, and I don't know if Gabriel Monroe or anything else, and they have all their yeah. different qualities within their names, which you, know, right. you don't you don't get everything within a name. I don't really know what a front shock uh, strut assembly should cost, whether a set should be $300 or $400 or $200. You know, they're all over well, the I'll tell you. It depends on whether the upper mount is con- con- contained with it, and it depends on whether the spring is contained with it. So the strut is a three-part container. 
So a lot of people just sell the strut and they use your spring, but you already got a hundred and some odd thousand miles on that spring. So your road height has changed. That spring has collapsed. So do you need a new spring? Probably. Now, yep. on the upper mount, it's a doggone good idea to put that upper mount in there because you don't want to do that again. So you take it off, right. you look at it, and you go, oh, it looks okay. You put it back on, it ain't okay. So I tell people I would prefer to do the whole assembly. Especially, you, what did you say? You had 100-plus thousand miles? Uh, 100, 170,000 miles. They've never been changed. Okay. You know, the front tires right. are, 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 are company are actually rubbing themselves apart. You know, it's, it's just time. Okay. And, uh to me, it's it's changing a part. I don't think this is a highly analytical, unfortunately, highly technical thing. It's you know, getting the bolts out, lining okay. things up, and asking somebody to move someplace along the line. So, all right. Well, I I think you're gonna. I want you to call me back and tell me if if your if your thought process was correct. Would you do that? Sure, sure. I, and what, what just real quick, what kind of labor quotes did you get for all four? You know, I didn't get uh, per hours, but I was getting. Quotes for parts and labor anywhere from eight hundred to fourteen hundred dollars, and okay. since I'm thinking that the parts are four hundred dollars, and you know, I hate to say it, but it looks like four hours to me. So, uh, you know, eight hundred yeah. didn't seem unreasonable. Fourteen did. Okay, and and then there's going to be a difference. The eight hundred might be just the struts and replacing all four struts, and that might be four and four. The thousand or twelve hundred may be strut, spring, upper mount, both sides. However. I'm betting you're going to need an alignment when you're done. So oh, I'm sure when I you're will. done, okay, then 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 you're going to have to have alignment, and that adds another eighty to a hundred dollars to the ticket. So, Correct. but but Correct. I'm I'm just saying that there's there's been more than one Ford truck driver bringing their tr- truck in with the front end <laughs> in pieces, and, and and they said it's a little bit bigger than I thought. You have to have a spring well, that, compressor. That may very well use, be. Yeah, you have to have a spring compressor to get spring off. It ain't nothing that you're going to be able to use plastic ties and suck the spring together. And no, I'm, no, making, no. I'm, I'm not making I'm, fun of you. No, I'm, I'm sure an assembly is the correct way to go. I, that that yeah. only makes sense to me. You know, uh, sometimes it's far better to put the money into the parts. I'm an old parts guy. Put the money into okay. the parts, do the right parts. Uh, you know, then labor is whatever the labor is. But sometimes you can put too much labor in by trying to go easy on the parts. But that's not really the right way to do it in a mechanical you, assembly right. like this. You're exactly right, because if you make me transfer your spring, that's an extra labor operation I don't have to do with the full strut and spring assembly. So you're exactly right. Now, stay. I, I want you to hang up, but I want you to hear my next piece, okay? I, I'd like okay. you to stick around for, for three minutes. I'll, okay. turn, I'll turn the radio back up. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Folks, all righty. Folks, all the car manufacturers want you to buy their, their parts, Ford, Chevy, Chrysler, Toyota, Honda, okay? Keep that in mind. Ford has come out with a brand new part called Omnicraft. Now, remember, Motocraft, Omnicraft. Now, Ford has always said you have to use our parts, you can't use anybody else's. That's what they've always said. So has Chevrolet, so has everybody else. Omnicraft is an all-new brand of replacement parts for all non-Ford cars. Think about that. Ford is now making a whole new brand called Omnicraft for everything but Fords. Now, Mark, Salem, what's the most highly profitable things you sell? Oil filters, brake pads, rotors, calipers, loaded struts, <laughs> starters, alternators, engine and cabin filters, brake master cylinder, and wheel hub assemblies. 
those are the ones we make a licking on. We can buy them cheap. And so, therefore, we can drop your price a little bit, but we can still make good money. All right, so I'm going to read you the rest of this article. So Ford intends to help their dealers grow their business by providing Omnicraft parts for Chevy's Ford, Chrysler, Toyota, and Honda. So they're going to provide an improved customer experience through competitive pricing, quality, and convenience. Now, that's exactly what I've been saying for 400 years is the aftermarket has superior pricing, superior um, uh, quality, superior convenience than Ford. Now, Ford doesn't make their own parts any more than Honda, Toyota, all the rest of them do. I just got through telling Bill that his truck is not built by a Ford factory. It's built by parts from every other vendor in the world. So it says this. Our dealers are already feeling the impact of the new Omnicraft brand, says President of Global Ford Parts Customer Service. I am certain the customer response will be equally positive. Now, owners of non-Ford vehicles have access to quality parts at a competitively priced backed by Fords. Now, this is the same mouth that says you cannot buy aftermarket parts for our Fords. But they're saying you can buy aftermarket parts in a Ford box for your non-Ford. Can you tell my panties are wadded up? For the launch, Ford focused on the most commonly requested parts such as, (laughs) you've heard this list before, oil filters, brake pads, rotors, calipers, loaded struts, starters, alternators, engine and cabin filters, brake master cylinders, and wheel hub assemblies. That represents the most common parts we put on your car. That is something that we all deal with on a regular basis. So, Here's the dichotomy of this whole thing. Ford has always said for 50 years, our parts are the best. Now they're saying, we're going to have another class of parts called Omnicraft parts for all you other people, for all you other cars. And we're going to focus on uh, customer experience, competitive pricing, quality, and convenience. So let me get this straight. These aftermarket parts that you found that you're going to sell to everybody else again, are competitively priced quality and convenience, but yet those same aftermarket parts are not the same as the ones in the Motocraft box. Huh. I don't get that. Folks, a part is a part, and the price dictates the quality most of the time. You all have heard of the word Gabriel and Monroe when it comes to shock absorbers for cars and trucks, and there's a lot of other ones out there as well. The idea is is trust your shop because here's the deal. He's not going to put a cheap shock on your car knowing he's going to have to do it again. All of us understand quality. We're all trying to fix your car as permanently as we can. There is no financial benefit to us to sell you a cheap shock for a cheap price and it not get through warranty period. So all of us try to match the price with the warranty and the quality to give you the very best we can. So... Just remember, Ford's new Omnicraft part is now on the shelves. This tells me that they're not selling enough Ford parts, so now they've created a substandard line of parts called Omnicraft for everybody else to bring their parts profits back up. What other conclusion could you draw? Anyway, mark at marksalems.com is my email address, mark at marksalem.com. Every Saturday from 10 to 12, we're here talking about cars, and we'd like you to join us. So we're here at 960. We'll be back next week. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.